You're listening to Wholesaling Inc. episode number 1397. I love in the beginning that you kind of set expectations for the call. You put a time parameter on it and you told them, you know, what was going to happen by the end of the call. You said, hey, I just need a few minutes of your time, you know, and at the end of this, after we talk about the house condition, we can talk about offers or numbers or next steps. I think that's super important. I use that a lot because lots of times you'll get halfway into the conversation and people are like, wait, why am I talking to this person again? I don't know you. I don't even know where we're going, but you gave them a direction. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. You gonna role play today? Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. All right, cool. Uh, yeah. That okay. hey guy, this call it's what it's all about. Just to get some reps in because you're not going on enough appointments. You're not talking to enough people. We're just not. And so in this environment is the time to make up for those times that you can't actually get in front of people. It's just get those reps in, get your mind wrapped around the sequence of events and the how you know, navigating, you know, challenges and things like that. This is the time, Marquis, right here. This is it. So get these reps in now. So when you go out in the real world, you're rolling, you know, don't be scared. Don't be scared. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> good to see you, man. Okay. Samira, what do we want to work on? Um, Today I was thinking maybe working on the cold calling script. Me and my husband trying to get back to getting back on the dial. Right now we have virtual assistants, but to be more efficient, get back to that. Back to the basics, oh. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And uh, do you want easy, medium, or difficult? Might be a weak move, but go easy on me for today yeah. until I get, no, get better. No, all good. All good. We're, we're, yeah. still, we're getting work no matter what. We're getting work. Um, yeah, okay. the, yeah. The fact that I'm actually role-playing in front of so many people is a big step for me. So, yeah. None of these people are even here. You know what I mean? And if they are here, they're learning too. So, you know, don't even sweat it. We won't like, I mean, the biggest thing is just to qualify or disqualify the lead, right? We don't need to do numbers. We don't need to do anything like that. Just think about the things that you need to know in order to figure out whether it's a good lead for you to close or follow up on. All right. Okay, let's do it. All right, let's do it. Ring, ring. Hello. Hello, I'm looking for Ryan. Uh, this is him. Who's, uh, who's speaking? Hi, Ryan. My name is Sam. I know my call is a little bit out of the blue, but I believe you are the owner of 123 Chocolate Street. And I just wanted to see if you could consider an <laughs> offer on your property there. Um, well, I mean, I actually would consider an offer on my property. Um, it just really kind of comes down to, I mean, <laughs> what the offer is. Totally understand. Um, and I would love to get to a price in just a minute. If it's okay for you, I'd like to get take a few minutes just to see what your situation is, the condition of the house, in hopes to get you an offer today. Is that okay with you? Uh, sure. Yeah, okay. Okay, great. And why not pull up your property on my computer? Um, let me ask you, what has gotten you into selling? Well, I've owned this property for, for many years now. and it just became vacant uh, probably six months ago, and it's it's just it's time to time to time to sell it. 
Got you. So you were saying you, it has been vacant for six months. Did you have tenants in there before or did you yes. live in there? No, no. I, I had tenants in there for almost 10 years. Oh, wow. How, how did that go? You had great uh, tenants? It went great. And then, and then they moved to Oregon. So now I'm looking to sell. Looking to sell. Okay. And, and six months it has been vacant. And don't mind me asking, how has that been going? Do you have a mortgage on and... Just the six month been vacant. How is that? Well, I, I own it free and clear. I had it. I had it boarded up. The inside is great, but I just knew it was going to be vacant, so I had it boarded up just to keep from squatters getting in there. And and it's just been sitting. I mean, I I don't own anything on it, so it's not a big deal. I pay taxes on it every year, um, and that's. I mean, that's it. All right. Yeah, very smart to board it up because there are horror stories out there that people squat. So it sounds like you're very experienced in in this. Um, so you've been a landlord for quite some time. So you mentioned earlier that you would. It's time for you to sell. And um, what 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 do you have, what have you planned once you have sold the house? Uh, I mean, really nothing. I mean, Sam, like I said, I, like honestly, like every I don't think about it every day. You know, it, people have been calling me the last couple of weeks. Uh, pretty consistently, and so it just it made me really just start to, to start to get my butt in gear and, and take care of it. All right, so, sounds like you got a hot commodity out there. So understandable that people will call you up um, all day. Um, all right, so about the condition of the house, you were mentioned earlier that it's in a good condition. Wondering if there were any renovations done in the last three to five years to the bedroom and the bathroom and the kitchen. No, no. Um, I, I mean, nothing inside has been done for the last 10 years. We did have the roof replaced. Uh, I mean, right before we had a renter in there. And then we had the AEC unit replaced about five years ago. I see, five years ago. Okay, Ryan. And um, I just see on looking up and homes in your neighborhood they range from 90,000 to 240,000 if you would place your house in the condition as it is right now where would you place it um between 90,000 and 140,000 240,000 is is the range in your neighborhood oh house um, in, yeah i wouldn't i i wouldn't even know i mean i feel like that's 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 a better question for you to figure out like what what you guys do inside and what it's going to cost. So, right, right. So, have you thought about a, a price that that you would like to pocket in? Um, I mean, yeah, my wife and I have kind of talked about it. We understand that it does need a little work, but like I said, I don't know how much, but we'd love to get two hundred thousand. Two hundred thousand. How do you come up with that number? Am I asking? Uh, well, because you said it's around two hundred forty thousand, which is what we saw on Zillow, and then we mm-hmm. kind of just thought about what it might cost to to pay like realtor stuff that we don't want to do, uh, and then you know little things that you might do in the house. So we just kind of subtract it from there. Yeah, yeah, and 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 I noticed that I have not even told you about what we do, right? Um, as investor, so when, if, once we come in, we offer you we would offer you cash um we would close fairly quick so between 14 and 30 days timeline wise would that work for you or when would you like to close if the right offer came uh, I, I i i haven't even thought about it you know my wife and i just we talked about what you know we thought it might be worth and then we were getting these calls and 
you know, like I said, we're, we don't have to sell. Um, if things work out, we can sell quickly, but if not, you know, it's not a big deal. Okay. Um, all right, Ryan, I think I got some good information there. If I could, Listen, what I would like to do is I got some information that I could bring to my finance guy. He's the one who crunches some numbers down to the cent. Um, and <clears throat> once I hear back from him, can I give you a call back in about an hour or two sure. just to see if yeah. we can, yeah, come up with an offer? Yeah, just okay. Give you a call back? Yep. Okay. Sounds good. All right, Ryan. Thank you so much for your time. Talk to you. Hey, thanks, Sam. Goodbye. <laughs> All right. Feedback. <laughs> What in the world? She's new. Are you kidding me, Sam? That nice. was so good. Nice. Well what, done. Uh, well done. What, what feedback? What Thank feedback you. do we have for Sam? I got some feedback. Got, oh, go ahead. You sure you can go first? So I just want to say I love the range that you gave. Huh? Seeing your area that's going from, you know, 90 to 240, where you feel like your property would land in that range. That was so I good. I loved it. I mm -hmm. love that. Great. Write that down. Using that one. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. All right. That's awesome. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, Samira, I love in the beginning that you kind of set expectations for the call. You put a time parameter on it and you told them, you know, what was going to happen by the end of the call. You said, hey, I just need a few minutes of your time, you know, and at the end of this, after we talk about the house condition, we can talk about offers or numbers or next steps. I think that's super important. I use that a lot because lots of times you'll get halfway into the conversation and people are like, wait, why am I talking to this person again? I don't know you. I don't even know where we're going. But you gave them a direction, you know? So I thought that was great. Absolutely. Loved it. What Thank else? you. Sam, I mean, yeah, I thought I thought it was great. You uh, You got the basics of the lead. And I mean, would you consider that a good lead? The motivation is, I would believe, somewhat there. There is no urgency, I believe, right? The person uh, owns it free and clear. The, they don't mind if it stays empty for quite some time. They have it boarded up and they get calls in. So th that's why at the end I'm like, what could I do? I know we just talked about maybe um, sign up. I did not know what I should do with this person. I would get numbers, probably see what what how low we could go and then maybe try to anchor and see then in the next call. But other sure. than that, probably put it, put it into follow-up. Not sure. Sure. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, that's kind of the hardest thing, right? Figuring out what is a good lead and what is a right. lead that uh, you can follow up with next week. Those kind of things. Right. So, I mean, let's, let's kind of go by the numbers here. We started with condition, figured out that, they haven't done any cosmetic stuff in the last 10 years. They took care of the AC unit and the roof has been replaced, you know, 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. I'd like to make sure that when we're on the phone with these people, we want to confirm everything. How many square feet was the house, right? Just because it says it on Zillow doesn't mean that that's the square feet that it's really working with. Were there any additions? All of these things are going to matter. We want to make sure that we get all that information right up front. Are there any major things that you can think of in the house with your tenant being there for the last 10 years? Maybe it's no, but we, we want to know, ah, yeah, there was some plumbing issues that happened right before they left. I haven't really taken care of it yet. You know, we want to know that because not only is it good information, but it also kind of helps you with negotiation when that time comes, right? So condition, nail it down, get all the information you need the best you can, especially if you're virtual, because sometimes you don't go to get to see the house. You want all that info. 
Okay. Motivation. Got it. You know, it's like, Hey, yeah, they, they left six months ago. Now I just have this, this vacant house. Nobody wants it. Even if this guy doesn't really think about it every day, you know, he's only paying taxes on it, which isn't a big deal. We want to know the true motivation. It's like, all right, well, you know, you've owned it for a really long time. You know, are you really ready to like sell it? You know, like really get into it. Yeah. You know what? I talked to my wife, you know, she says that it's time to get rid of it, you know, and I've been people calling me. So yeah, I'm ready. Like, great. Okay, great. I mean, what do you know about this process? How would you like these process to go? Well, I don't know anything. You know, it's like the motivation, try to figure out where their head's at really in that game. Right. And Mm -hmm. so what you said is not really that motivated. He has a vacant house. He doesn't really think about it all the time, but He has a house he's ready to sell. So, perfect. Timeline. Yeah, Ryan, I would want to know, gee, hey, Ryan, you know, I'm just curious. You know, I own a couple properties myself. Was there a particular reason why you didn't try to re-rent the property out when you knew the the tenant that were there there for 10 years was going to move out? Was there a reason why you didn't put a full rent sign in the front yard and try to re-rent it? Yep, because of wife. Wife said it's it's done. But yeah, one of those questions, like, you know, what's keeping you from, it sounds like you, you don't owe any money, you're getting this passive income, what's keeping you from re-renting it? Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. And then uh, as far as the timeline goes, you know, what I want to know, first and foremost, he said he's been getting calls about this the last couple of weeks. I want to know what those conversations sounded like. Mm-hmm. You know, what offers have you gotten so far? Not have you gotten offers, but what offers have you gotten so far? Okay, this, this, and this. You know, what kept you from taking that offer or one of those offers? And let them answer. Well, you know, it just uh, we just really haven't put a lot of thought into it. Like, all right, so at what point do you think you and your wife are going to be actually ready to make a decision on the home? We want to know. Like, is it next week? Is it next month? Are you waiting for a certain number of offers before you decide? Right? So depending on what they, how the response is, it's like, oh, well, you know, we got an offer for this and this. We think it's worth a little bit more. All right. Hey, that's great. You know, well, you know, hypothetically, if you're not able to get that number, what are you going to do? You know, so we're really just kind of digging in to that motivation, that timeline, and really, really seeing whether or not this is someone that you can negotiate with and actually lock up in the next, you know, however many weeks, days, whatever. Right. And then the price, I mean, Steph brought it up, like you putting the the range between 90 and 240,000, like that is phenomenal. 90 and 240,000. Where do you think your house falls with its current condition? Oh, like I'm going to use that. It's great. And then from wherever they start, you can you can figure out from there because the hope when you do that range the hope is is they have some rationale and it's low right and then you can work lower than that you know but if they're saying 200 you ask the perfect question well what helps you get to that number because when you want to know the rationale if it's just 200 out of the blue and there's no real thought uh behind it we want to know that because we want to help educate we want to try to figure out whether or not this is someone that we can work at work with to get it to a number. I mean, all in all, it was was a great call. So all that stuff that I said, that's just, that's just kind of getting your fingers in between it and figuring out all the little things that might help you down the road, but great, great, great call. 
Right. Thanks for the feedback. That's that's good to know. Um, definitely because I had the feeling that I could. I think that my biggest issue is to maybe not getting the sellers annoyed, but I think I have to dig deeper. That's really it, right? Yeah. I think it makes me uncomfortable almost to dig deeper, but I need to to get the the questions answered. So I will work on that. You're not alone. Some of those hard questions where you feel like it's too personal are the questions that we need to ask. But it's not about, hey, do you mind if I ask you this? It's like, Mm -hmm. hey, you know, what about this? Like, it's just part of the process. It's part of the conversation. It's no big deal. It's like asking someone what their mortgage is. It's like, hey, what do you have left on your mortgage? Not like, hey, do you mind if you tell me what's left on your mortgage? That's very different. Mm -hmm. You know, all right. Thank you so much. And then, uh, wait, there was one last thing. It was, oh, uh, a commitment. Like, hey, well, let me ask you this. If you did hypothetically get $200,000 offer, what would you do? Mm. Right? Would they sign right then and there? Or would they wait? And if they would wait, you know, what would be keeping them? Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you. Great job, Sam. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.